Hello, everybody. You found us, the Keeping It Real podcast. Here we are. This is us. Thanks for joining us. This is the podcast where every week we're going to cover new events from the news, sort of in our own perspective, which Ooh, hopefully, hopefully you haven't heard that before. So if that's sort of the thing you're looking for, then you found us. You're in the right place. Each week, for each episode, we're going to bring the facts surrounding topics with none of that biased nonsense, foolery, bullcrap, whatever you want to call it. It's hosted by your boy Keems. And me, Cass. Every Monday at 8 a.m., there will be a new episode magically appearing on all your streaming platforms shows up there shows no one knows up. how Boom. it happens so these platforms include spotify google and apple Podcasts. all the big ones all right let's get into this week's episode do it Enjoy. Enjoy. the suicide men's suicide in canada now so non-indigenous men are there's about 24 of them per 100,000 that commit suicide every year which is crazy. That is crazy. And what do you think that would be for indigenous men? So it's 24 per 100,000 for non-indigenous men. Mm-hmm. What would you imagine indigenous men are? Probably more, I would think. Mm-hmm. How I, much more do you think it is? I don't know. <laughs> it's 126 per 100,000. Oh, goodness. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And not only that, I mean, I don't have the statistics right now. I probably should look it up, but there's... I'm going to look up. Um, While you're doing that, something else that... Um, i was just thinking about is in this area like everybody has sort of like different like sit down talks with their parents but in this area one that we have is the suicide talk Mm -hmm. like every time something happened in my high school or your high school or Mm -hmm. anywhere in this area my mom would sit us down and say listen if you have anything going on Mm -hmm. like talk to me about it because i don't want to be that mom that says i didn't see the signs like everybody has talks like that you know it's just like <clears throat> it's heartbreaking that that's something we have to deal with so much so what i'm seeing here is that from the guardian first nations and metis and inuit make up five percent of canada's population mm. so five percent of canada's population then you split that into probably 50 percent as men and 50 percent women let's say yeah and they're committing suicide at, at nearly four to- five times the rate of yeah, non-indigenous that's men that's like insane now i don't know if many of you know this there's a place that's way up north in canada it's somewhere in like none of it area that has like a disgustingly high suicide rate it's like three four people a day type Mm -hmm. of thing because there is literally no way to get out of there like everything's snowmobiled or planed in like once every three months yeah there's no internet there's barely any tv there's like nothing like it's still like pioneer type living because they just don't have access to anything Mm -hmm. but they are able to access like a little bit of kind of like modern society stuff so they can see what they're missing but they're not they know they can't get there so then they Mm -hmm. just the suicide rate is super super high and it's just tragic and that a lot of those communities are indigenous people Mm -hmm. which is just like horrible yeah it's so sad that it's so sad yeah um so what's the next part we have here there's a quote here that says men die from suicide. Uh, yeah. Men die from suicide more than any other group. And these realities need to be addressed. This is from Hardis Hosaini, chief executive officer of the Canadian mental health association. So that's pretty crazy. Like he's out there saying that men are committing suicide more than any other groups. And this like that's, and nothing's being talked about that. Mm-hmm. Like we hear about suicide rates in other, um, smaller groups and things like that but men as a huge as a whole group that's not a good thing to be hearing yeah in general like you wouldn't want to hear that either about women or or anything like that but like it's just not being talked about at all Mm -hmm. really like you said it's not talked about um so what do you think the problem is like you said 
the it's not macho you know to, to be talking about your emotions but do you think there's anything else to it um i don't know i think that's definitely a big part of it and i think um just like yeah i don't know like the stigma behind like uh, like oh like men don't deal with this mm. like women are the emotional ones like right. all that stuff i think right. that's probably a big one i don't know about the other ones well far fartus fart fart i don't know how to pronounce names <laughs> dr f claim i don't know if he's a doctor f is he a, f h i'm gonna call him a f h claims it's because men don't talk about their issues problems so they deal with their depressions with harmful behaviors and actions so that's what i was talking mm-hmm. about before like you said they don't talk about it because kind of taboo so then it comes out and then it comes ways. out in bottled up rage which turns to the bottle turns mm-hmm. to drugs turns to abusing people and then that's Both physically and yeah. emotionally and then the next thing you know women's suicide rate suicide attempts are high because men are, like we said earlier because men are doing stupid stuff and not getting their mental health checked and then men, t- men are committing suicide because their mental health is boiling over. And they think that's the only yeah. way out because they feel like they can't talk about mm-hmm. it. Exactly. Because it's, it's not tough to be emotional of any kind, mm-hmm. which is wrong. Yeah, that is um, really wrong. Have you have any idea what those... Oh, I guess Mary, I was going to ask you if you have any idea what those actions and behaviors would be. But obviously, it's abusing the spouse, alcohol, and substance abuse. And lo- mm-hmm. one of the big ones people don't think about is low self-care. So mm-hmm. you'll start to see, like, they start to stop taking care of their physical self either. They'll, like, they'll get extremely overweight sometimes or they'll mm-hmm. get, like, stop shaving, stop showering, stop taking care of themselves of any kind. And you'll yeah. start to see these signs. And if you start to see these signs in your friends where they stop taking care of themselves, check in on them because yeah. they're Don't starting be to like, slip. Like, they're, Ew, you're they're gross. Yeah. Get away from me. <laughs> yeah, like, they're, they're starting to slip. Like, something's, something's yeah. up because they're not, they're not able to manage something. I think check on your happy friends as well. Like, oh yeah because a lot of people cope by like going so far the other way like like just being the mm-hmm. class clown you know like yeah yeah that's absolutely true like, like you look at robin williams and you look at um oh i forget the the chef's name now there's a, a comedian chef that used to do shows and stuff like gordon mm-hmm. ramsay but he did it as well and there's a few others that have commit suicide and it's it's true they say i forget what robin williams said there's a quote from him then he said like way before he committed suicide it was something about um people make others laugh so they can hide the pain that they're feeling or something like that Mm -hmm. or hide their own pain or something or they make others laugh to hide their own pain or something like that or it's something like related to that and it's definitely true like most people that are comedians for instance stand-up comedians all of them will talk about how they were abused as kids or their parents were addicted to drugs and all this stuff like they grew up in like abusive stuff because then they they t- they take that and make other people laugh with it because they know the pain side of life and mm-hmm. that's just it's it's tough and people that are funny often are battling some real issues yeah for sure for sure yeah so don't just take like oh well they're always cracking jokes and they're, they're always happy so they're yeah. probably fine like like putting out that much energy during the day probably just flips around to being like even worse at night by yourself you know mm-hmm. like yeah so just i don't know check on everybody yeah (laughs) everyone you care about so there must be more to the problem right well there is (laughs) there is more we raise young boys to shelter their problems because it looks weak like we were talking about so Mm -hmm. have you ever been oh so this develops extremely unhealthy long-term mental health issues obviously yeah um so another question i want to ask you that goes into something that people don't realize with mental health 
on men's side as well, kind of. Have you ever been scared to talk about your mental health to any coworkers before or bosses or things? Like, do you feel like you're able to talk to your bosses about it? Um, now I feel like I am, but in past jobs, I, I definitely wouldn't have spoken up about it at all. And not even in the workplace, like just friends and family and stuff. I was definitely like really hesitant to talk about it, but mm-hmm. I think like, like that's a more me thing than a general mm. women's thing, you know? Okay. Because I looked up some research about this, which is fascinating. Researchers asked 10,000 Canadians. This is all. This is still in the same article that I was talking about okay, before with, yep. with uh, FH, the Fardness guy. So researchers asked 10,000 Canadian men between the ages of 18 and 75 about their mental health in the workplace and found that 28% said they believed they would, their job would be at risk if they talked about their, their, their mental health. Hmm. 33% believe they would be overlooked for a promotion if they talked about their mental health. And 42% believe that they would be um, pro- the, they would be up for comments made about them by their peers, causing them to work negatively in their workspace. Hmm. So they believe that they would... Tw- nearly 30% believe they would lose their job, potentially. Over 30% believe they wouldn't get a promotion if they talked about it. And over 40% believe that their peers would heckle them so much they would work bad. Yeah. Because they're being harassed so much, which I fully believe would happen because men are vicious with that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. And like, I think that that's a, like probably a fairly general statistic. I would mm-hmm. think, I think like, um, like even for me, I have spoken about my mental health a bit in work and I don't know what goes on on the other mm-hmm. side of the shop, you know, mm-hmm. like if there's being jokes cracked about me, like, cause no, I'm absolutely. like, but yeah, I, I don't think, however, that like, I'm worried about my job being at risk because mm-hmm. of it, because my bosses are super like r- kind and understanding. Yeah. So shout out my bosses. If yeah. you're listening, <laughs> you're oh, they great. Listen. Bruce listens sometimes. Shout out <laughs> yeah. Bruce, your boss. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that, um, that's really heartbreaking to think that, you know, you can't be open mm-hmm. and honest, um, in the workplace in fear of losing your job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that must be really hard. I can't imagine. I think it's that also just all pools into this. Like this is it's like, if I, I say, I saw this thing a little bit ago and I've been like in love with this saying for a while now that mental health can be a explanation, but it can't be an excuse mm-hmm. for what your actions are and stuff like that, which is, you can say, you know, I was like, depressed and that's why i didn't do this but you can't be like oh my depression is the reason why i can't do something you can't like play you don't want to become the victim in your own head kind of thing yeah right like, it helps you kind of be able to keep the like the power in your hands kind of thing mm-hmm. i think like a good example of that um the other day i was having a panic attack and i kind of snapped at my mom mm-hmm. and afterwards like i apologized to her and she was super understanding. She was saying, like, you know, that was your anxiety talking, not you. Like, mm. it's, I wasn't, like, mad that you snapped at me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, but, like I said to her, like, that's the reason I snapped at you, but that doesn't make it okay that I snapped at yeah, you, you exactly. know? Like, that's still, like, something mm. that, obviously, I need to work on, exactly. you know? So, and that's just how how it is. So, when it goes to those things, like I was saying, that it goes to, like, that's why I think a lot of this stuff pools into why the abuse on women is so high from, from men. They're, 
they're not talking about their mental health. They're scared that if they do talk about mental health at work, they could lose their job, not get a promotion. Mm -hmm. Then they come home and they're scared they can't talk about stuff. They're in fear of their job because they're dealing with mental health issues. They're bottling it up. They potentially mm -hmm. could have been abuse victims too at some point. Like all these yeah, things and then take it out. more stress. And they, what do they do? They take it out on the only person that's around who they've been sheltering away from their family. They can't go anywhere. So mm -hmm. they abuse the piss out of them. Like then they abuse kids. They abuse everything. Like it's just, mm -hmm. or it just gets bad. Or alcohol drugs or themselves. Yeah. And then eventually if the woman's lucky enough they get out and safe and everything and then the men end up committing suicide because they've got literally nothing left after they've pushed everything away mm -hmm. because they haven't been able to battle their mental health of any kind yeah. and you see a lot of men not being like a lot of times you see people joking about stuff that they're battling about themselves you know they'll be like oh this person must have like you know, dementia or something like that. And it's like, or like, like that's not a good representation, but this person must have like bipolar or something. You know what I mean, and then it's like, well, maybe that's because they're having it, but then they try and like act, make jokes about it. So people mm -hmm. can make it lighthearted yeah. and people do it a lot. So they can try and like make us that bipolar or depression or these types of things don't look bad. They try and make it like lighthearted that mm -hmm. way, but it just needs to be not taken as an issue at all. It needs to be like, it's okay to talk about your problems. Yeah, like it's not tough yeah. to be, you know, not talking about your issues like it's not tough like you were trying to raise this it, this like level of guys where it's always tough to be strong and don't talk about your emotions and women are the ones supposed to talk about their emotions but, but that's not true everyone should talk about their emotions yeah because if I you don't you'll end up you'll end up suicidal like yeah and i think if you are whether you're men or women or whatever mm -hmm. the case is if you're in uh like friend group or a family dynamic or anything where you feel like unsafe or unwelcome to talk about these things like you need to get better friends and mm. again that's really hard you don't want to isolate yourself and have no friends but there are other people out there that will care for you better Absolutely. and if, if you feel unsafe to talk about your feelings then that's not you're not building healthy relationships you need mm. to look at that and maybe change some things for sure absolutely yeah all right, so that's pretty well all the stuff that I have for just men's suicide and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It was mostly just the kind of what's causing men to get to the point of feeling like they need to commit suicide. And it's mm -hmm. they're not managing their mental health. And then there's kind of a bit of a societal taboo on mental health around men that is not as big of a deal, but it is as, it's as big of a deal, if not bigger deal, because it's not being managed so that it becomes a bigger deal. Because... Mm -hmm women have a bit more of an outlet i think in a sense they feel a bit more um open to getting help than men do and that mm -hmm. causes men to have even more issues Be not because women are getting help but because they aren't seeking help themselves yeah so and it's just, just a is catch building 22 and building and, mm -hmm. yeah. so i want to talk about the current issue with suicide and coronavirus mm -hmm. because everyone's been locked in their homes and well there's no doubt I forget what the, I don't know what the statistic is actually. I saw it a little back, but the abuse at homes has been extremely high now because of coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Like, like, um, domestic violence is like way up because of coronavirus. Yeah. And everybody's locked up with somebody mm -hmm. that they are used to seeing five hours a day and now yep. they're seeing them 24 seven and yep. it's really hard. So how do you think the virus has affected suicide? Well, I think it's definitely gone up. Um, like we've talked about before in California, there's, mm -hmm like been more deaths by suicide than by coronavirus itself like mm -hmm. because by almost double yeah because people living in the city aren't used to 
being locked up you know they're living in the city mm-hmm. because they have all these things that they can go out and do exactly and now they're stuck at home and they don't know what to do with themselves and mm-hmm. then they get depression and all these things so, exactly yeah yeah that's exactly um exactly what i was going to say too that the california thing is a is a extremely sad statistic i mean again like you said they have a different quality of life than most places are, are used to but it's still one life changes a lot which is happening with the coronavirus for everybody it's affecting mental health extremely heavily mm-hmm. and people that obviously weren't having good mental health help or balancing their mental health in a good way are getting extremely bad repercussions from it from mm-hmm. this it's also tough too because everyone's doing their counseling and stuff through the phone which i know you've done it and you've uh you really like your counseling and stuff but you mentioned that sometimes she gets people mixed up as to who they are which would never happen if they saw you in person mm-hmm. but because of that so even then like if you're someone that has mental health issues and you're talking to someone that's supposed to be helping with your mental health issues and they kind of forget who you are sometimes <laughs> there's a little bit of kind of like yeah lose not like trust losing but like a little bit if you're in a bad situation but mm-hmm. yeah so there's just kind of like this the help that is there is a bit different than what people are used to. And it's kind of like, mm-hmm. it's just a weird world we're getting readjusted to. Yeah. Like for me, like I never knew counseling in person. I had, I like, I hadn't started before Corona started. Mm-hmm. So like all I've ever known is counseling on the phone, but for people that were having in-person appointments and are now switching to on the phone, I'm sure it can be really hard and really different. Um, trying to manage that and counselors as well i'm sure having yeah a, tough a really time. hard time managing mm-hmm. all of this yeah i know uh i know a person that was to had a couple of counseling appointments and theirs was over like skype or zoom mm-hmm. i forget what which one it was it was one over one of those two that's way better yeah. being able to see the person because over the phone i'm sorry but you like you can't do that well over the phone like you need to be able to see the person a bit to have some sort of like like the facial expressions and things like that too like people can hide so much over a phone versus mm-hmm. You can see, yeah. Them. Like I think it's been helpful for me, but I can mm-hmm. definitely see how people that aren't willing to open up sometimes. Yeah, or somebody in a different situation than me, mm-hmm. um, could like not deal very well with like how counseling is being yeah, done now. Absolutely. So. Um. So, do you think there has been more an increase of mental health help out there because of coronavirus, or do you think it's been relatively the same? Um. I would hope that there's more at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I haven't. I honestly haven't seen more mental health help. Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen a lot more, but um, yeah, we definitely need more mm-hmm. right now. One thing I thought was kind of interesting is I've talked to three of my friends now about what this topic of this podcast is and that we we're talking about suicide in Canada and stuff like that. And I've gotten two ads now on YouTube for like suicide awareness stuff. Like it was mm-hmm. like, oh, like it was like i forget exactly what i said it was talking about like it talked about a couple of the suicide statistics like this many people commit suicide a year and this is the blow and then it's like but this is where you can get help and then it had like a link to like some canadian mental health thing and i thought it was kind of interesting that the targeted ads are actually targeting people that are potentially talking about suicide mm-hmm. which is like really good to see like that someone that potentially is talking about suicide in a real uh scenario where they potentially are actually thinking of committing if they talk yeah. about it out loud at all then it's good to see that there's ads being targeted to people that are dealing with issues to help give them potentially a, a place to go to to get help because mm-hmm. it had links to like the canadian mental health association stuff afterwards and stuff like that right there on the on the ad yeah so. yeah it's really good to have those resources like right in front of you mm-hmm. and because somebody in a bad situation maybe isn't likely to go like google it like yeah but or they might not shown, even know what to google what to yeah, look for yeah but if it's shown to them right there here's the phone number mm-hmm. it can be really helpful yeah so absolutely again we'll have to make sure to put a lot of like 
resources yeah. in the mm-hmm. in the description as well as just like talking to your friends and family and your doctor and all Absolutely. that stuff but yeah we'll make sure to have some resources listed for that mm-hmm. um because it is helpful to have it right in front of you absolutely yeah so the last little thing i have here is according to a report from the canadian mental health association posted on june 25th of 2020 those with existing mental health issues despite the high prevalence of mental health issues including substance abuse and addiction disorders in canada 1.6 million canadians already reported that they had mental health care needs even before the pandemic hit Hmm. so 1.6 million out of, I believe it's about 35 million in Canada. So that's not too bad as far as like people that have mental health help. Mm-hmm. That's not too bad. That's, that's, yeah. we're, that's like as far as now, there's a lot of people that don't get help that need help. So it's probably yeah. closer to like two or three million that probably need the help. Mm-hmm. But, and um, I think it has been like a bit easier to get help and it's been a bit less like stigmatized in mm-hmm. recent years. Um, it's also more understood. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like in the like, 90s, no one even took it seriously because mental health wasn't like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And even earlier than that, if you had mental health, you were a witch. <laughs> like, yeah. You drowned. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. So I am definitely um, really glad that mental health, like awareness mm-hmm. and support is going in the direction that it is. But we definitely like there's always room for improvement. Absolutely. And there's still people struggling that don't know how to get help or mm-hmm. um, whatever. So, yeah. So... This is the last little bit of statistics, which okay. is kind of interesting stuff. Those who are already struggling with their mental health are twice as likely to say their mental health has declined from 59% versus 33%. Mm-hmm. Five times as likely to feel depressed, 46% versus 17%. Three times as likely to have trouble coping, 28% versus 11 Four times as likely to have suicidal thoughts, so 18% versus the regular four. And four times as likely to have tried to harm themselves. 4% versus one. Hmm. So 1% of people who are already struggling with mental health are self-harming. 4% mm-hmm. were having suicidal thoughts. Those are now up to 4% self-harming and 18% are having suicidal thoughts. Almost 60% have said their mental health has declined significantly. Like, Which, I mean, it's kind of obvious stuff you'd think of, but like, it's not obvious because people aren't talking about it. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Like it's, it's, that's the issue. People just think that things are obvious. Like it's obvious men have mental health. Then why aren't we talking about it? Like yeah. it's obvious that people are having a decline with their mental health, but suicide rates are up and nothing's happening about it. Yeah, so exactly. it's like, it's, it's tough because a lot of these numbers are pretty like you kind of expect, obviously people are going to have trouble coping because they have mental health issues. So they're not going to cope as easily as people that have basic coping mechanisms kind of things. Yeah. But that doesn't like, that doesn't take away from the fact that it's happening. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and that's the issue. So what I want to say to find, to end off the men's suicide side is how do we lower and ultimately prevent suicide in men? We need to reinvent what it means to be a man in the first place. Mm. That's what I think the real yeah. issue is. From the very beginning of the route, like you said, how you need to raise your boys not to be rapey instead of raising your girls not to be raped. It needs, you need to raise your boys to talk about their issues and have actual coping mechanisms if they're dealing with mental health because that's a real root of a lot of issues stemming from women having mental health issues comes from men abusing them like there's a lot of things that if men didn't have issues from the beginning they wouldn't be pushing that off on everybody else mm-hmm. and then everyone else wouldn't have to be dealing with the wrath of it and they'd be having a lot easier times themselves as well so 
if you have little ones out there, start raising them to talk about their issues because it's a real it's a real problem, mm-hmm. and you don't want to like lose your little one because they weren't talking about their problem. Think about that; like it's a heart yeah. heartbreaking thing. But and I think leading by example is really important. Mm. Um, like you know, if you're having a really bad day, don't just like like assume everybody knows you're having a bad day to just leave you alone. Like mm-hmm. if you end up snapping at your kid, or if I don't know, like you're just having a bad day like learn to like just be open with your feelings about that Mm -hmm. kind of thing and say to your kids or your spouse or whoever it is like hey like i'm having sort of a bad day today um so you know if maybe i'm mad it's not your fault you didn't do anything wrong you know i'm just dealing with some stuff right now and like hopefully tomorrow Mm -hmm. will be better you know whatever like i think it's important to like I said, like lead by example and teach your kids the boundaries kind of thing on that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just by you being open with your mental health and stuff, um, hopefully that'll lead to them being more open as well Mm -hmm. and make sure that you're like listening and being respectful of them when they do come to you and Mm say, mom, I don't feel good today, you know, or whatever it is. Like, Mm -hmm. don't just be like, oh, well, you're just a kid or you're just a teenager. You're just Mm -hmm. being an emotional teenager, whatever. Absolutely. definitely take that stuff seriously um mm-hmm. and if it if you see the signs you know talk to your kids and if they need help get them help because you know it can be really hard mm-hmm. as a kid not not knowing how to deal with the things you're feeling um yeah so mm-hmm. just again take care of everybody around yeah you, you exactly know, <laughs> and it's just there's don't like the biggest thing when i was younger was I just believed that mental health was only for people that were crazy. That's not the case at all, obviously, because I was never like understanding of it because I was younger. We're in a new, we're in a generation now where I like what mom always says: "Know better, do better." Mm-hmm. We now know better, so it's time to do better. We know we need to be raising a younger generation of people that can talk about their issues and express how they're feeling, so that we all can understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't need to be expressing your mental health issues on Facebook and posts and stuff. Cause nobody, your whole world doesn't need to know your stuff, but you need to talk to people that can actually help mm-hmm. those around you that you trust someone that you feel could give you a different way in on the side. Like you'd be surprised if you're not a counseling person, you'd be surprised how much your friends can help you with a different like outlook on things. Cause they're not in the situation. They'd be like, well, you know, sometimes you do act a little bit weird in these spots and maybe you are in the wrong and then it helps you like to understand that like, Mm-hmm. things can be different and if you're not one of the people that because i'm one of those people that never really got into counseling because i wasn't someone that liked to just tell someone randomly about all my issues meanwhile i have a podcast where i just do that now <laughs> but um i like talking to my friends about my stuff i'd go to them for, during mm-hmm. all my issues and i felt that helped a lot because they understood me they knew the dynamic of it they knew my parents they understood it a bit but they don't understand it so much that they're extremely biased on it because they really yeah. just want you to be feeling better right so mm-hmm check in on your pregnant friends, your male friends, everyone around you, your mailman, mm-hmm. your dog, check in on everybody. Yeah, for sure. And um, one last thing I wanted to sort of mm-hmm. end on, I guess. Um, I I know this might not necessarily help and I can say it till I run out of breath and some people just aren't gonna yeah. like take it to heart. But, um, you know, both of us have struggled with like all kinds of different mental health, mm-hmm. whether it's depression or thoughts of suicide or self-harm or whatever the case is, you know? Um, and I think that we're both in a, I would like to say, I don't want to speak for you, but <laughs> that I think we're in a relatively good place now. So, you know, yeah. I know you hear it all the time and whatever, but things do get better. And Absolutely. 
if you're in a hard place now, it's you're not always going to be in a hard place. And mm-hmm. people do care about you, even if even if slash when you feel like they don't. People do care and they want to see you thriving and living your best life. So if you really are struggling, um, you know, just remember that I know, again, I can say it and say it and mm-hmm. say it and it might not help, but things do get better. Um, and we're both an example of that, I would yeah, like to think. Absolutely. And um, yeah, so just... Make sure you're taking care of yourself um, Mm -hmm. and speaking about it if you're having issues because there are people that do care and if you feel like you're speaking about it and no one cares, find someone else to speak Mm -hmm. to because somebody does care about you and you just maybe have to find that person. And And mental health, it's it's a lifelong battle. It's, you can't, you don't beat it. You just learn to manage it and you learn to understand it and learn to understand yourself better and not everyone has mental health, so that makes you special. Always think about that. It's something something cool, you know? Like, it's something <laughs> that's, like... I think... I honestly think... Like, I genuinely find that with my... Because I am I have bipolar traits, so I take medication for it. And I genuinely think that because of that, I have a different, like, way of thinking about things sometimes. I think that genu- like, it genuinely helps me in some situations. It does, like, mess me up some days. I do have bad days and I do have good days. But I think mm-hmm. that it has actually helped me in some situations it makes you like think differently it makes me feel like a a special person in some situations so i do really think that you know it's i've always thought you can't you can't beat your mental health but you definitely can manage it and the sooner you get on to managing it the better you're going to have because you're Mm going to have less frustrated life honestly it's a lot of frustration when you don't know what's going on it's very frustrating exactly and you are there's always going to be bad days but Mm -hmm. your bad days can be not as bad as you'll have less bad days if you get it managed yeah and they don't have to be like yes they're still bad days but they're not as bad mm-hmm. as they used to be maybe like i and used now when to, you have a bad day at least you can have, tell people around you when it's coming or how you feel and they can help you yeah out a bit. for sure like like i've said i'm in counseling and i'm on meds and i still do have bad days you know like i was just saying i had a panic attack the other day but i now have more like ways to kind of cope with that like mm-hmm. um lots of just like things to do when I'm sort of in that situation that I've learned from my counselor and I'm on med. So maybe it's not as extreme panic attacks as it used to be. And I also am a lot more comfortable. Like my mom was with me the whole time and I could talk Mm. to her about what I was feeling and what's going on. And I, I never used to be able to do that and I can talk to you about it. And, um, yeah, so I think it's just important to build a good support system Mm. Um, and get help if you need it and help people around you if you feel like they might need it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, it's a tough thing. Mental health's a lot. Suicide is heartbreaking mm-hmm. and it happens way too often. Um, like Cass said in our area, everyone knows somebody or has been around somebody that has lost somebody to it and it's heartbreaking. Um, so talk about it. If you're ever feeling like you're at that point, shoot us a dm our dms are open yeah talk like, to us honestly if you, like if you need someone to if you're to, if you like, if you're at that point we're here like mm-hmm. that's not that's yeah, not an like, option like we've said we've been through it and of course we're not professional um like counselors or anything we can't give you 100 percent good advice but if you do need just somewhere to vent even um or you feel like you don't have a support system around mm-hmm. you like we yeah, can help find here. some sort of support for you i used to work for a company called west for youth it's a free online counseling service it was started from a family who lost their son to suicide fantastic family mm-hmm. they're a really really nice company it's all it's all, really good resource um, for it's sure. all uh what is it 
Anonymous. confidential yeah. yeah so you don't get any sort of messages that's one of the big things you don't get notifications when they message you so that if you're in a home where they don't want you to talk about your mental health you're safe mm-hmm. they're not going to see it um but yeah i know there's 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 no excuse to not talk about your mental health now everybody all right mm-hmm. it's time to to like time to be a man and talk about your mental health that's the mm-hmm. thing we got to reinvent what it is to be a man it, it you're a man if you talk about your uh-huh. mental health you're a little little boy if you don't talk about it that's mm-hmm. what it is and we've talked a lot about like you know if you're going to your friends and they're not listening you also need to be the friend that is listening properly yep. you know so if someone does come to you with um their mental health struggles or anything um and you're maybe not sure how to how to talk to them about it you know do some research and mm-hmm. Um, or if you feel like you're not well equipped, you know, recommend them to talk to their doctor or their family or. Canada has a a phenomenal, we're obviously going to link all this stuff again, but if you look up the Canadian Mental Health Association online and you look up, you know, suicide hotlines or mental health help, things like that, there's hundreds of links to different things in your area. There's links to phone numbers. There's links to websites. There's links to email addresses, post box offices, all these things. You can, however you want to contact some of your mental health help. There's pretty much every way now. So there's no more excuses to not get your stuff and check everybody. Like I'm not like, mm-hmm. it's not like as if it's a bad thing to have mental health, but it's a bad thing to have unmanaged mental health because yeah, that's, sure. that's not good for you or those around you. Mm-hmm. So you need to make sure to get your stuff managed because like Cass said, we were at a spot where we had zero management on what we were going on and it was hell and yeah. it's not a good spot to be in. No, and once you get sure. at least an understanding of what the hell's going on in your head, you're way better off because mm-hmm. you're not in this disarray of confusion and all this stuff that really does not help your mental health on top of it all. So mm-hmm. do yourself a justice, do everyone else, you know, the justice and everything. Make sure you get yourself checked out if you've got any sort of issues or if you feel as though you need some sort of person to talk to. And again, DMs are open. Suicide is not an option, anybody. All right? Yeah. Don't even sure. think about that shit. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. No. It's a short-term fix to a... It's a long-term fix to a short-term problem, mm-hmm. and it's not worth it. No, for sure. And you it does may more not, damage than good. Yeah, and you may not feel like it, but um, there are people around you that will be hurt by it. Absolutely. Um, no matter what you're thinking, like... You're loved. For yeah, sure. for That's sure. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Like you're loved by more people than you think. Yeah, and even if you more. if you don't feel like you're you're it's from your family or your friends, it's by us. We love mm-hmm. you. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> All right, everybody. This has been episode four. Four. Mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of a weird episode because yeah. it's like a split episode, but mm-hmm. this episode four um, ending. Uh huh. Yeah, it it might be another of, two-parter again, but that's okay. A lot of deep stuff, and hopefully you weren't too affected by mm-hmm. it. And But again, it's it's stuff that sometimes the deep stuff is what we're here for. We're yeah, here to, we're here to, to pull up the deep about. stuff and tell you about the important stuff because it needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Men's mental health needs to be talked about. Women need to be able to talk about if they're feeling abused. And we need to be raising the youngsters to not be putting people in those positions mm-hmm. anymore. That needs yeah, to stop happening. Sure know better do better and hurt people hurt people so don't be mm-hmm. a bully because you have mental health issues either that's yeah. not fair either no for so sure. don't take your issues out on everyone else mm-hmm. so get your help what's cassie always say get a counselor yeah get a counselor <laughs> get a counselor get on meds if you need it mm-hmm. and talk about your issues because there's always someone with open ears absolutely and 
it can be us if you mm-hmm. need help. <laughs> yeah, we're always here. Let yeah. us know. But yeah, it's that's been episode four. Yep. It's been a blast. <laughs> but it's always so awkward ending. I know it's like, weird. I it's say. Well, because like, I don't want to say goodbye. I know. Goodbye. Okay, <laughs> that's it. Hey, thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Keeping It Real. You made it this far, so hopefully that means you enjoyed. So you should probably just follow or subscribe to us wherever you're listening to this on plenty of platforms. We're everywhere now. Um, And that way you get a little notification every single time an episode goes up. Yeah. And let us know what you thought about this week's topic. If you agreed with our thoughts, if you disagreed, uh, if we missed any facts, Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Be sure to check that out on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you know someone else who might like this podcast, then bring him next week might as well bring a friend yeah it's always more the merrier yeah find us on social media at keems and Cass for behind the scenes content sneak peeks the fun little all the good stuff yeah the gush stuff you know it's the best way for you to not miss anything as well as for you to get in contact with us mm-hmm. well next week everyone see us bye